Welcome to the I'm Still Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Whitlow. I've been reading and studying the Bible my entire life, but I still have a lot of questions, and I'm still learning what it means. Each episode, we will take a look at what the Bible has to say and what it means to us today. We love to proclaim our rights, but we know that we live in a world where everyone has rights, and with our rights, we have an obligation to those around us. Paul describes this reality well in today's episode 54, which I am calling Ties of Mutual Obligation. Being in the military is simple, if not easy. They make all the rules to accomplish their own specific goals. They want everyone to share the same priorities. The rules are in place to create order and to achieve a mission. And there is no place for individual ideas or preferences. They don't really care how you feel about the way they do things. So, it is simple. Just do what they say exactly the way they want you to do it. But as I said before, just because it is simple, that doesn't mean it's easy. But living as free people in community with others is in some ways even much more difficult because there are competing priorities and preferences. Everyone can voice their opinions about how things should go. Every member of the community has rights But with those rights comes responsibility. I have to weigh how the exercise of my rights might infringe on the rights of someone else. We agree to traffic laws because we believe they make the roads safer for all of us. Now, I could take the point of view that my taxes help pay for the roads I drive on, so in a sense, I own those roads and I have a right to drive on them. But the thing is, so do you. So I give up my right to drive on any side of the road I decide I want to ride on because my right to, to ride wherever I want to go could infringe on your right to get home in one piece. And I might have a right to pave a large parking lot on property that I own, but I have a responsibility to the property owner downhill from me who doesn't want the runoff from my place washing their place away when it rains. So we know that there are very very few absolute rights when we live around other people. These rights and obligations are argued and negotiated on an ongoing basis. So when Paul writes our scripture reference for today, we know we can't just pull one specific phrase out of it and make it absolute. We're reading today from Colossians, the third chapter, verses 18 through 25. Wives, submit to your husbands, as is fitting for those who belong to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and never treat them harshly. Children, always obey your parents, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not aggravate your children, or they will become discouraged. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything you do. Try to please them all the time, not just when they are watching you. Serve them sincerely because of your reverent fear of the Lord. 
work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. But if you do what is wrong, you will be paid back for the wrong you have done, for God has no favorites. Masters, be just and fair to your slaves. Remember that you also have a master in heaven. Devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Pray for us, too, that God will give us many opportunities to speak about His mysterious plan concerning Christ. That is why I am here in chains. Pray that I will proclaim this message as clearly as I should. Live wisely among those who are not believers, and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive, so that you will have the right response for everyone. If you haven't figured out by now, I also read into chapter 4, the first six verses. But in this passage today, Paul is telling us that the Christian ethic is an ethic of mutual obligation in which the right and obligations fall on everyone. Wives are to submit to the leadership of their home, but the husbands are required to lead with love, not to be the boss of the house, but to be the protector of the home with the goal of having a healthy family. And those who are in a tough situation are to represent Christ in the midst of their situation by always giving their best effort, and those who are over them are to give them the respect that any human deserves. So no one is without their rights, and no one is without their obligations. In everything we do, we have to consider the effect of our actions on those around us. Just because something might be legal doesn't make it right. Think back to the times that someone has done something that they had the right to do, but it affected you negatively. It all comes back to what Jesus said is the greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, or love your neighbor the way you want to be loved. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Paul also reminds us that never in this world does Christianity offer escape from hard work. It makes a person able to work harder. Nor does it offer a person escape from a difficult situation, but it enables him to meet the situation like a better person. Paul always points out how the life of the Christ follower will give you grace and power to represent Christ whatever your life situation is. This is no theoretical teaching for Paul. He writes this letter from prison, but he never begs for his release or for his followers to storm the prison and release him. He prays that he will share the gospel well to the people he encounters in prison. He knows that Christianity does not promise deliverance from every unpleasant situation, but it does promise deliverance from our unholy sin. So our prayers should always be for power and seldom for release.
Paul is not asking them to pray for his release. He is asking them to pray that he will proclaim Christ well while he is in prison. Paul is teaching the folks in Colossae that God listens to the prayers of all who call on his name. The believers in the church at Colossae are very new at all of this, but Paul desires their prayers for him. Paul knows that God hears our prayers, and he wants these new believers to know that as well. And how God responds to our prayers is not a matter of our status, our seniority, or vocabulary. It is a matter of the heart. Jesus tells a story in the Gospel of Luke to illustrate this. In Luke, the 18th chapter, verses 9 through 14, it says, Then Jesus told this story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a despised tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. I thank you, God, that I am not like other people, cheaters, sinners, adulterers. I'm certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I give you a tenth of my income. But the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, O God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. And I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. You know, prayer is not a one-way street. It's not just the greater person praying for the lesser person. When Paul asks the church at Colossae to pray for him, he is reminding them that we are all bound together with ties of mutual obligation. These obligations of prayer and Christ-like actions extend to everyone, not just those in our circle of like-minded friends. And just as families and slaves have rights and obligations, each of us have an obligation to represent Jesus to the world. And we are to do it wherever and in whatever circumstance we find ourselves in. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the I'm Still Learning podcast. If you find this podcast interesting, won't you please share it with a friend? Also, let me know what you think. Find me on Facebook or Instagram under my name, Randy Whitlow. Or send an email to rbwhitlow at me.com. Until next week, I'm Randy Whitlow, and I'm still learning.